Welcome to Future Fire Season 2. My name is Wyatt and I'll be your host for this season. This season we're focusing on our new youth campaign, Youth Sowing Seeds. Today I'm here with a few people from our Redline team and my co-host for this season, Morgan Love. I'll pass it to Morgan to introduce herself and then we'll continue passing it to introduce the Redline team. Thanks, Wyatt. Happy to be here today and kick off season two of Future Fires. Really excited to, you know, start this campaign with the rest of the Redline team. My name is Morgan Love. I'm a research coordinator here at the California Consortium for Urban Indian Health. I'm really excited to um, introduce the rest of the Redline team. Hi, everyone. So nice to be here. My name is Jackie, and I am the uh, lead for our Redline navigator program and i'm also the director of our wellness and healing programs here at the california consortium for urban indian health also known as sakui hi everybody my name is michelle i am one of the leads for redline and i'm really excited to be here i'm excited to talk with community hi all my name is johanna and i am also a team lead for the redline team and uh happy to be here Hello, family. So my name's Tashina. I'm one of the Redline Navigators. Yeah, hi. Thank you for allowing me to be here. My name is Kara. I am the uh, Redline Outreach Coordinator, and I've also been a Redline Navigator as well. Hi, listeners. Uh, my name is Ben. I am also a Redline Navigator. Uh, I've been doing this for about two years now, and uh, happy to be here and speaking with everyone today. Hi everyone, my name is Cecilia Thatch. I am new to Redline. I am a navigator and I am happy to be here. Really excited to have you all here with us today on Future Fires Season 2. And I just wanted to take some time to kind of introduce a little bit of the Redline since some of our listeners might not know what the Redline is, what kind of a resource it is, and, and what its purpose is. So I'm going to pass it over to you, Jackie, to give a little overview of the Redline um, and where we're at with it. All right, thanks, Wyatt. Yeah, so our red line was developed in November of 2020 uh, during the pandemic. It was developed as a, a natural disaster response and was first funded through federal funds. So SAMHSA, FEMA saw the need for resources. We really saw that our community was struggling out there during the pandemic with things like isolation. There was a higher need for resources. You know, as we know, uh, our Native American populations often see higher rates of suicide within our communities. We also have the highest rates of, you know, mental illness in our communities and also health disparities. We also see that just in most areas and domains of life that we really struggle. So during the pandemic, um, you know, we recognized that there was really a need to help support community and reach them while they were, you know, isolated at home. So we started this warm line in response to that, and we really focus on our American Indian Alaska Native population here in California. And the purpose of the red line, it's not a crisis line, but it is a warm line that is staffed with you know, other Native navigators and, and allies to our communities. And we offer resources and referrals. So if somebody calls and they need housing, um, which is actually a big, a big thing that we see in our community, they can uh, call us and we'll help them find, you know, different resources within their areas. And then also a big uh, component of our warm line is we provide peer emotional support. So people can call us if they're struggling or they're feeling isolated. They just need to connect with community. Um, they can call us and we'll, you know, we'll be there and we'll respond. Currently, our project is funded through DHCS, so we're funded through the state, and we are a part of the CalHOPE project. So the, we are technically called the CalHOPE Redline.
Yeah, so my name is Ben, and I just wanted to add, uh, when we're out at community events, maybe we're tabling to spread the word about the red line. If folks want to refer people to us, I really just like to say, um, even if you don't remember what we do or what kind of resources we can refer y'all to, just give us a call and ask us. So don't be intimidated. Just feel free to call us and say, what do you guys do? What can we talk about? Um, can you refer me to a resource local to me? Um, it's really as easy as that. So I would just say, just give us a call, ask us what we do, and we're happy to let you know. Yeah, Ben, thanks for that. That is absolutely what the red line is all about as well. And, um, you know, sometimes people just call to visit. We might have some elders or some youth that just want to talk and chat and, you know, tell us about their day and they and they need, you know, the community to call and, and talk to. We're there for that as well. It doesn't need to always be for a resource. So just know that we're here for you. And as we know in our community, mental health, there's a real stigma still out there about mental health and getting services. We're not quite sure. We might not trust our providers or who the people that we're calling. What we really hope that the red line can be is just kind of that bridge to those services. You know, this might be your first time that you're reaching out um, to somebody. You can be anonymous to us. You don't have to tell us your name or your number and you can call out for services. And uh, it might be that, you know, that toe in the water to try out the services. So we were really looking to be that bridge in the community. Thank you so much for that overview of Redline. I wanted to move forward, and y'all have been doing this work through COVID-19 for the past three years now. Um, and I'm just really curious, and I'm sure everyone's really curious to hear, like, what are you guys hearing from the community, um, specifically related to the youth? Like, do you guys have youth call, and, and what are some common themes or maybe things that you're hearing that have, you know, over the past three years that have been kind of consistent and things we need to work on and, and move forward and think about new projects and new ways to, you know, help our community in these ways. So. I'll pass it to anyone who wants to talk a little bit about what they're hearing in the community. Hi, Wyatt. This is Michelle. One of the first things that we notice with our youth is that they prefer to text or chat on their computers or text through their phones. We absolutely encourage them to do that uh, because I know for I know for my daughter, she prefers to text me anyway. So <laughs> we're well versed in texting and chatting. I want to say one of the things that we hear the most from our youth is just how to, right? Like if I'm having an issue, how do I actually approach somebody to help me with that issue? And so if you're in our youth community and you're, you know, on the younger side of our youth community and you're not sure, you absolutely can call us. And um, we're not going to be moms and and we're, we're trying to reach out to community and be there for community, our youth community, in a respectful way. And um, we're there to help guide, but we're not here to boss you around like your aunties or your <laughs> or your or your mom and dad might might do for you. So, you know, we can offer some advice if you're not sure about certain things. We can offer some su suggestions um, through our own life experience. And uh, yeah, we just we look forward to hearing from our youth and our community. It's super important for us to to be here to guide you and guide them. Yeah. Thanks, Michelle. So I just wanted to uh, comment about the youth calling in. And um, I know we had quite a few, especially uh, recently, that were just reaching out to be because of like peer pressure or not trusting their instincts. And so a lot of times what we're offering is just some guidance or reassurance or helping them to just look at the situation from a different lens and to just give them that empowerment to be able to make a decision on their own. And a lot of times I do feel like that's what our youth 
need is just that little in, bit of empowerment, that little bit of reassurance, and and maybe just to have someone there just to bounce an idea off, you know, or to um, share an idea with. And I don't know, I feel like that's something that I would have needed as a youth, you know, back in my day. Like, I didn't have that type of support. I didn't feel like I had, like, a trusting adult or someone that I could really go to who could guide me in that direction. And so with Redline, I am grateful to see that our youth are actually reaching out to us, whether it be via text or phone. Most of the time it is through text. And another thing I notice is it's more like through this privacy app to where we aren't getting their information. So they're wanting to be a little more anonymous, right? Which is okay. And that's that's their right. And I do see that as a part of empowering themselves and owning their identity and being able to just check in with us and not feel pressured to take our advice or be pressured to feel like they're talking to their mother or their parents like or even an auntie or uncle but from my perspective is we're here to just help guide you in the direction that you feel is best for you and we don't always have the answers and I mean, even for me, myself, like, it's would be so, I mean, I feel like I'm at my best when I have someone to just check in with. And not just one person, but maybe like a handful of people. Because it's my community that helps build me up as a person and help guide me in a better direction. Because without them, it'd be like me driving blindfolded, like, honestly, like I would, yeah sabotage all the way so i'm grateful for the youth that do reach out i do encourage them to continue reaching out to us and we're also here to learn you know and to adapt to your needs and also feedback feedback's important too like how can we better assist our youth how can we better direct our youth or offer that guidance or support or just hold you in those moments where you feel like you're being pressured by your peers that's something that's not really talked about very often but i'm glad that we're able to start a conversation around these topics so thank you for that yeah i agree with that tashina it's really refreshing when we've um, had the opportunity to text or chat with some younger folks just to see how aware they are and how knowledgeable they are. And sometimes, you know, we can encourage them to recognize the red flags that they might see in other people's behavior and think about what's right for them, as well as encourage them to, if they can't speak to a parent about what's going on, maybe encourage them if there's an adult relative that they trust or a teacher that they can go to, um, to try to have those conversations. But if not, then we can have those conversations with them and encourage them uh, to trust themselves. Thanks, Ben. Uh, My name is Cecilia. I would just like to extend encouraging all the youth to pass the word about Redline and also share with your friends. And it is confidential. It doesn't have to be just an issue. If you just feel like talking about any issues or personal things that you don't feel comfortable talking with other people, family members, we're here to listen and provide resources. Thank you all for sharing that. It was honestly so beautiful to hear. And, you know, graduating college during the pandemic, I feel like this is a resource that I would have used. You know, there were so many tough times, and I know I'm sure in in every age as a youth, you know, whether it be in high school, middle school, college, um, during the pandemic was tough for us. You know, mentally it was hard, and I feel like, yeah, there's still, like you mentioned, Jackie, there's still a lot of stigma where, you know, people are scared to reach out for mental health or scared to, to think that, oh, I might need some help. But honestly, having a resource like this is so important for our youth. And I feel like, yeah, it would have helped me out personally. So 
thank you all for sharing that experience. Yeah, one thing that I just wanted to add as well is that um, what I really value about our navigators and our team just as a whole is, you know, as peer support specialists, we all have that lived experience. Most of us were native youth once upon a time in the community. And, you know, just thinking about back when I was a youth, like Tashina had mentioned earlier, you know, there wasn't these kind of services for, for us when we were younger, you know, and, and a lot of times when we're talking with the youth, we're really thinking about, okay, what what did we maybe need back in those days? What was there or not there for us? Um, that we can be providing now, you know, in this new generation of youth, of uh, native youth out there. Um, so that's what I really, really love about our team is we have a lot of really great lived experience. And that goes a long way. That goes a really, really long way out there in the community. Hi, it's Michelle again. I just wanted to let our youth know that if they'd like to text us, they can text us at 916-252-5002. Or if they'd like to give us a call, our uh, number is 888-368-4090. Not just for our youth, but for everybody. Our working hours are from 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. And we look forward to hearing from you. I have a question that I feel like a lot of youth would ask. If I came or called to you because I was suffering through a panic attack, what's an example of how you'd respond if I was calling in the middle of one? Hi, this is Michelle. Um, I would say that what we try and do with our community that is experiencing anxiety or panic attack is we'll sit with you on the phone. We'll we'll try and do some breathing exercises with you and some additional exercises like grounding exercises. But however long it takes for us to help you to get to a place where you may need to go in and get additional help um, or you're feeling as though you're ready to, you know, disconnect the call and, and you're feeling like you can move on from, from what's happening. Yeah, we're, we'll sit with you however long that takes. And we want to make sure that our community knows that we're genuinely here to help our community. And so what we're trying to do is, you know, if somebody's having one of those anxiety attacks or one of those panic attacks, we, we're going to sit with you and make sure that you're walked through that energy and that space and time that you're in in that moment and try to give you the tools to help bring that energy level down to something that's reasonable and manageable for you. So I understand that you guys answer calls, chats, and texts, but where else could we see you? I know Ben mentioned that he's at a lot of events and I kind of want to pass the mic to Kara, our outreach coordinator, to talk more about what she does. Yeah, so throughout California, there's always, you know, seasons for powwows. There's always seasons for events and certain, you know, seasonal gatherings, spring gatherings, big times. So we're right now trying to take every opportunity to um, share uh, the warm line and the text line and the chat line. Any opportunity that we can join to share, you know, what our services are about and what, what it looks like and to share how easy accessible it is, we want to take that opportunity. So we've been at powwows, but we'd also been, you know, more intimate in more intimate settings like youth workshops and resource fairs. And it doesn't have to be intertribal events, but it can also be um, county events, health fairs that we really want to try and um, take space there and, and share with our indigenous relatives and, and the community in, in that area, too. 
These events that Kara's talking about, these community events and, and us being out at all of these different locations, when you see us, you are actually meeting navigators. You're, you are meeting me, Michelle, you're meeting Kara, you're meeting Johanna, you're meeting Tashina and Ben and Cece, you're meeting the people who you will actually be speaking to. And that's really important for us because I feel like for our community, that sense of trust is really important. And how we build trust within community is by being out in community and actually working with community. So just wanted to throw that out there. It's been so great to hear a little bit about the red line, where you guys are at and, you know, where you're meeting community. You know, this podcast season two is all about, you know, the specific youth campaign, Youth Sowing Seeds. And I wanted to ask, why did we want to launch a youth campaign? And one question I really want to ask you all uh, individually, and, you know, I hope everyone can speak to this, is what is one piece of advice you would give to Native youth um, right now with your lived experience and, you know, being a red line navigator for the past three years and thinking through, you know, reminiscing on your times as a youth and being a Native youth? Like, what is one piece of advice you would like to share with, with Native youth listening to this? Hi, this is Michelle again. One of the things that I would love to say to our Native youth is if you have a dream, something you want to do, whatever it is, and somebody tells you no, go and find somebody who's going to tell you yes, because there's always going to be somebody out there who's going to say yes to you. You just have to go find that person, right? And so don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Go out there, find what it is that you want to do, whatever you feel is important for you in your heart and your spirit, and go find those people who are like, yes, we're going to make that happen for you. And so there's going to be a lot of people that are going to say no to you only because they don't know how or they weren't able to do it for themselves. But there's a lot of people in community who have done the things and can help guide you. And it might take five or six people and it might take one person but it doesn't matter how many people it takes. Just go and find those people that say yes to you and follow those dreams. Thank you, Michelle. And going off that, piece of advice I'd like to give to Native youth would be own your voice, own your truth, and build your own community. Even if you don't feel like you have one where you're at or if you don't have that support from family, like build your own and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I feel like there's so many people out there, like you're, you're gonna find your people. And I feel like those are the ones that really matter, the ones that support you, lift you, um, hold you, um, guide you, who are a positive role model in your life or a positive support or a healthy friendship. And I feel like that's real important, especially when, as a youth, to have that sense of community, a place where you feel like you belong. And if you don't have it, build it yourself, become that person, find that within yourself, or, you know, find those few close friends. I I feel like it's not about like numbers. It's not about having a bunch of friendships or, or acquaintances. It's about that handful of real friends who are there to just give you that guidance and support that you need. And, um, yeah, I, I really do feel like we go far when we have that support. Thanks to Sheena. I would like to share, looking back when I was a youth, I think I would have loved to have been told it was okay to set boundaries and creating boundaries for any type of relationship, whether it be friends, family, just anybody and that's in your life. It's okay, you know, so I encourage that. Hi, this is Johanna, and I would say my advice for the youth would be that it's okay to reach out. It's okay to ask for help, you know. I remember being uh, 
younger and growing up on the reservation and there were times where there was really nobody to talk to or anybody to to understand what you're going through and uh it's okay to ask for help and reach out to people that make themselves available yeah thank you if i were to speak with the youth the message i would want to let them know is just they are important we need them i know walking two worlds isn't really very easy to do right now I just wanted to let them know that, that we do love them. We have a whole bunch of aunties and uncles that are in the community that love love them and, and see them as, as, as someone important and our future leaders. And we just want them to be healthy and very, you know, take care of themselves and take care of their spirit and, you know, find their purpose. You know, high school's not forever. Middle school's not forever. Their purpose is waiting after high school and after school and after college they will find that purpose or that purpose will find them. So I just want them to trust that. Hi, everyone. It's Jackie again. Just kind of thinking and, you know, everything that everyone shared has been so inspiring. And, you know, I can really relate to a lot of that uh, when I was a youth. Um, One thing that I think that I needed to hear when I was a youth um, at times was that it's okay to not be okay, you know. Quite often we grow up in our communities and we're the little mini adults and we're the ones that kind of take care of Uh, situations, especially if we're in situations where maybe our family aren't healthy, you know, they're not as healthy as they could be in that moment. And that it's okay to to, to not always have to be the strong one, to not always have to be the one that takes care of everything, and that sometimes we're just not okay. Um, And that's okay. That's okay if you're not okay. And that you can, you know, to be strong, you know, once I was told by an elder that to be strong was to show those emotions and to recognize when you're not okay, and to reach out for help, to let people know that you're not okay. So I encourage you to use your voice and to say, I'm not okay and I need help. And we're here, you know, we're here as a red line to really support you. You know, even if it's through through text or chat, however you need to reach out, please reach out. We're here. We want to listen. We want to support you. And we want to you know, hear that you're not okay and, and, to, and to recognize that and to honor that, those feelings. I think that's something that I would have wanted to hear when I was a kid. So Jackie, this year of Redline, you asked us as youth staff to kind of lead this youth wellness campaign. Why is it that we're launching a youth campaign this year? Good question, Morgan. Actually, to me, it's really important to have these type of uh, materials out there. You know, we don't often see enough materials about wellness and what wellness means because I really think to, to all of us wellness can mean a re- really different thing and I think again a big part of creating that youth resilience and that and bringing out those strengths in our youth is really focusing on things like wellness what keeps me well what what do healthy relationships look like? I know for myself, I don't see enough of that, those materials out there. So, you know, as a red line, you know, we're really always looking at the wellness of the community. And so it made sense to focus on our youth and, to, and for them to see uh, not only those materials, but those materials that relate to them, that look like them, that, that really speaks to them and their experiences, whether they live on the res or whether they live in the city. They need to see those materials out there. So it was really important and just felt like a natural next step for our project for us to look at into wellness and what does wellness mean. Yeah. Thank you, Jackie, for sharing why we're launching this youth campaign. Again, this is Youth Sowing Seeds, Seeking Out Wellness and Growth, and we really hope you check out more of our materials and the rest of the season two of the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, I just want to thank you all for tuning in with us today and, you know, sharing your experiences as a Redline Navigator. You know, you're all doing such important work in the community, and I wish, you know, when I was growing up that this was something that I knew about, and I hope that others listening to this 
you know, use this as a resource. Use the red line as something that they can call, whether it be for something light or whether it be for something you're going through. But just know that this resource is here and community is here for you. And yeah, you have your uh, aunties and uncles just one call away, one text away. So I can't thank you enough for being here today and stay tuned for more because we're saving a seat by the fire just for you. <laughs>